right, all right. You guys are here. What time it is? Yeah. It is time for the one, the only balls. A sports podcast. I couldn't do that long of a pause on the first one. Sorry. Dramatic entry and that's what we got. Here we that's go. right. Are we are we doing intros here? Or are we just Well I mean we might as well as the first episode people don't know who they're listening to, so we might as well. Alright, well you go first then. Um I'm Buddha. Um for a color commentary, I am B. <laughs> I'm, Did you say I'm colored commentary? Color. Oh, oh you're that's wow. <laughs> this is oh, wow. And uh, I'm Nels. And um, all right, pretty much what we're going to be covering on this podcast is a mixture of uh, college football and uh, professional football. Yeah. Otherwise known as the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to mainly focus on uh, football for the most part. We'll touch on all the sports as the seasons progress, but you know, we only get a limited amount of time for football, so that's what the main bulk of our conversation is going to be. All right, so let's uh, get straight into it. I mean, uh, takes from from the from the past Saturday. You got anything for me? Uh, I'll tell you what. The one game I do love, uh, I wanted to talk about was um, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield and those Sooners of Oklahoma taking on Ohio State uh, Buckeyes, and I love to see Ohio State lose because they. I still have some kind of personal vendetta about them robbing us of our national title. Who's us? Um, Miami University. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, the U. The real U. You need the University of Miami. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you got Miami of Ohio. But the U. The we'll U. go ahead and call it what it is. Let's attribute that to your alcohol problem. Easily. <laughs> but um, if you guys watch the game, that, that kid, Baby Mayfield, reminds me of a very young Drew Brees and his energy he brings to that game. He's the reason why they play at such a level they do. And besides him having a 34-year-old coach who pretty much makes it fun for him, so... Is he taller than Drew Brees? I see Brett Favre. No, no not taller than Drew Brees at all. He's, he's one of McKissick's favorite guys, man. He's one of those short guys who could do it all. I, I, I would say more of a Brett Favre type because he kind of like just goes off whatever. If you're open, I'm going to get you the ball. Contrary to popular belief, people say Brett Favre was a good quarterback. There's no more... There's no worse quarterback in the in the uh, history of football who threw more interceptions just by being gutsy and people like gutsy. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that. Do you and and you brought up something interesting. We we didn't go off saying our favorite college team. Uh, you already right, said the U. Right. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm the U. Buddha. Um, well, for me, I'm new into watching college football. So because um, you know, for a long time, I was always like it's too many teams and stuff like that. So. Why I decided to do this year, I chose a team that I'm going to champion this year and, and, you know, see how everything goes. So LSU is going to be my squad. Go. Okay. And and for me, it's uh, Florida State. Only reason being is because when I moved here, I didn't know much about college football. The first college football game I actually watched ever was the 96 Sugar Bowl. But what about your alma mater? FAU? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, root, I, root, I root for FAU, but I mean... We're not going to see FAU in the playoffs anytime soon. No, no, I so, know we're not. you know, and I didn't know about FAU in 96, so I watched FSU get killed by Florida. I mean, <laughs> they got killed by Florida. Like, it was like 52 to 20. Mm. And I don't know. I just, I, I just like them. You know, I like underdogs. Gotcha. Shout out to so, L- you know. Shout out to LSU. I like LSU. LSU's a good pick. Oh, and for those of y'all listening in, um, you know, we're going to kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? We're going to enhance mm. Buddha's knowledge in college football. So we're going to see his growth from this being the second week to the end of the year towards playoff time where he'll be more 
acclimated to college football lore. I'm just happy. I'm just happy trying to flourish, guys. You're just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. And and just to just so everybody knows, you know, we're not experts. We're we're giving this podcast to you guys from a fan's perspective. There's a lot of sports podcasts out there that come. You know, they're experts, they're analysts, and stuff like that. But you don't really hear from the we fans. just the common man's perspective that's having a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. And we're just recording as it as we go. Talking sports, just talking, talking to, nonsense. To piggyback off uh, Buddha's, you know, saying experts, expertise growing with college football. If you're a first time listener to or someone who's trying to find a college team who's just strictly NFL. This would be a perfect podcast for you to dive into because we're going to try to make it easy as possible for you to carry along with a collegiate team that we're going to try to break down the reasons why you would choose this team, that team, and whatnot. Like how we did for Buddha, make it easy for him to go ahead and choose the LSU. Go, 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 Tigers. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, if you need some help picking a team, you can always hit us up. Ballssportscast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we'll be there to answer any ball sp- sports podcast. Sports podcast. My bad. There you go. There Apologies. you go. My bad. You know. <laughs> so I'm our here. first, our first, <laughs> while we're getting into business, our first uh, uh, topic is the top ten college football. So we 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 had a couple of good games in the top ten. Mm-hmm. We spoke about Ohio State and, and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to Clemson Auburn soon, mm-hmm. but since we, let's let's go back and go into order. So we've got. Alabama playing Fresno State, and we got Alabama going 41-10, which, I mean, honestly, we that's what we should have expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's to be expected. I mean, Alabama's number one. They've been there for a while. I mean, we saw basically what we were expected to see, a lot of Jalen, um, a lot of Bo, and, I mean, 41-10. Yeah. We went over Ohio State, Oklahoma. Now, I got to be honest with you. I didn't realize the talent drop off for Ohio State. It, I wouldn't say it's not so much the talent drop off. You gotta understand Ohio State. Their biggest problem that they've been facing over these years is their coordinators leaving for head coaching jobs. I think last year you got one to go. Uh, I forget where he went to Cincinnati. The Correct. year before that, the Correct. guy went to Houston, and now he's at uh, he's the Texas head guy. Correct. So, you just so losing a lot of guys and this offense but you, but you don't think the talent too though i mean if you think about it they had a couple they had about like three or four from that defense yeah. that, and and it's from each line too like they lost a, a lineman they lost a lot they lost All a linebacker and they lost a secondary so it's like you're losing a leader from each level of the field i agree with you on that <laughs> aspect too um but one thing about the house they they reload with the best of them like they had this uh i forget his name right now i can't think of his name Paris, the receiver, twenty-one. He's a freshman. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a stud when he gets to understand the whole aspect of the game and what they want him to do. He's gonna he reminds me of Curtis Samuels in a sense. And Curtis Samuels is another guy who left early, but that's leaving early for Ohio State Buckeye guy is because it's predicated to us. I don't know if my OC is gonna come back or I don't know if it's gonna look the same. So I have to jump ship now because it may not look as good as it did this past year. Or whatnot. I mean, I understand what you're saying about the reload of the of the talent. I just feel like <clears throat> that can only go along with teams that you're not gonna see in the postseason. I don't think that reloading the talent mattered against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's that's a top five team that you're going against. And I mean, I really thought Ohio State was gonna show up. And I mean they got it looked good in the first half. Looked good in the first half, and, and second half they just dropped the ball. Yeah. Moving on, we had the um, uh, Auburn versus Clemson game. We're going to talk great about game. 
If you like defense, yeah. that was that was the game for you. Yeah, 14-6 final, it's a defensive game. Um, it doesn't say much about Clemson besides that their defense can't uphold, uh, uh, which is good for them, but they obviously need to go ahead and pick it up. Moving along, we had Penn State versus um, Pitt. Penn State did what Penn State did. Penn State, I mean, they have a Heisman candidate in their running back. That, that, that kid's going to sh- show up. I like Chase, man. He's going to show up. I know they talk about Barkley, but I like Chase. McSorley, McSorley just, he's here, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's here. Like, he, he comes out here. there, mm-hmm. and he he's, he's like balls to the wall. Balls to Liter- the wall. That's literally how he plays every play. Shout out to the podcast. <laughs> balls. Yeah, um, USC versus Stanford. Uh, USC pretty much handed Stanford exactly what they were looking for 42 you know what though I expected better from Stanford mm. I expected better from Stanford as, as number 14 ranked team they should have but 42-24 uh, is low key a blowout right was the game closer than the score suggests or was it it was pretty much from in the, USC's hands the whole time from the defensive USC. yeah USC had it but from the from the defense's perspective they did the best they could gotcha it's just too many weapons yeah. at halftime this game was pretty much blown off the uh, blown off the hinges so yeah. Gotcha. So they got points in garbage time and yeah. didn't really matter. Yeah, exactly. They scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. Got so, it. you know. Makes sense. Then you got Washington, Montana. We I mean, we don't even wash. About that. Complete wash. Yeah. <laughs> don't even talk Complete about wash. That. And then uh, Michigan Cincinnati game, that's actually closer than it, than it actually uh, was. Uh, Cincinnati was actually giving them a fight at halftime. It wasn't, it wasn't a, a distinctive blowout. But the, the thing is that I liked about that game. I think that was great schedule making mm-hmm. on Harbaugh's part. They needed to play a team like Cincinnati. Right. I think it shows them their weaknesses. And, you know, Cincinnati right now, their their coaching staff, as of now, aren't slouches. Mm-hmm. They got some pretty high-level talent as far as on the coaching end of things. They're picking up new talent, and they're, they're definitely rooted here in Florida, more particularly South Florida, where they got a ridiculous range of athletes coming in so you know that's an up-and-coming team but you still should expect michigan to easily dispose of cincinnati which they did not do right so it i think it's it's a heat check it's kind of like when you're playing basketball you're just like all right well i made two shots in a row i'm just gonna shoot this up and see what happens it was a heat check for michigan i think michigan should really understand how close they are to not even making it into the playoffs, to be honest, because in my opinion, I still put Ohio State in front of them. Right. I still put Wisconsin in front of them, and I definitely put Penn State in front of them. I can't in my put, opinion, I'm not gonna put Ohio State in front of Michigan because um, Michigan's offense picked it up from the game against Florida. Michigan, what you, what you got to take away from the first week, Michigan versus Florida, is that mm-hmm. their defense is playing football. Offensively, they still have to figure it out. All on the quarterback. This is why it, it's literally all on the quarterback on that offense. This game against Cincinnati was good for them to figure it out. Ohio State on the other end, they had no answer for what they wanted to do offensively. It just you don't lost. think Oklahoma is better than Michigan? Yeah, I mean Oklahoma is better than Cincinnati. That's what you mean. My bad. Yes, hands down. But no, but I mean Michigan Oklahoma. Ha- Michigan has it figured out more than Ohio State does. I can understand that. I don't think I don't think Ohio State has as much difficulty with Michigan as they do Oklahoma. Me personally, I think Oklahoma, you can literally stack them up against any team in the nation. Literally. Well, like, it's, it's not even, I'm not even saying who's going to win. They could literally make a game against anybody in this country right now. I, I'll even put them up against Alabama. Do I think Alabama's going to win? Sure. 
But as far as putting up a match, I like it. I like it. I, I don't know too many teams that's even going to put up any kind of fight against Alabama right now because they're such, they're such a juggernaut. Right. Right. Moving forward, Wisconsin went against my alma mater. Ooh, one thing I got to say. Boom, boom, clap, clap. FAU. Woo! One thing I have to say about FAU, there's a lot of talent on that team, but if there's one thing that it doesn't seem that Lane Kiffin's been able to change is that they don't play well together. Well, this this is what I'll say about what I saw from FAU. And, and, and uh, you know, I was talking to, to the uh, head coach of the high school team that I... That I uh, also coach. Oh, high and school plugs? Yeah, I got to do a high school plug. Speaking <laughs> of that, high school plug, you got two high school coaches here. Ooh. All right, you can name your high school B. Shouts out to the Mighty Lions of Olympia Heights. All right, and I, I obviously represent Nova High School. Go Titans. I don't know if they got a cheer or anything like that, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Coach uh, Huntley, he used to play for uh, Wisconsin, and he also played in the league for a couple of years. Um and uh, what we were saying was Lane Kiffin doesn't get enough respect for how well he does his job. We're not about to do this right now. Listen, Go ahead. listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Counter you something decent. Listen, his schemes, his schemes and the things that he's able to do with space is very well done. Go ahead. Why didn't these schemes work at Tennessee or USC? Okay, here's here's he my distracting. No, it's not even distracting. <laughs> this this is what I'm gonna say, which was gonna lead to my didn't next he point. Have a tenure at Oakland. Yes. Yeah, he did. Why yes. didn't he work there? But listen, listen. We'll get into that. When you're talking, when you're talking, when you're talking about schemes, when you're talking about schemes, that's not a coach's job. That's a coordinator's job. Now, I think that. As a coordinator, he's top-notch. As a head coach, not so much, but I think the Conference USA is a perfect place for him to be at right now. Mm -hmm. He has some kinks that he needs to get out of his system. I don't think being a head coach in the SEC was going to help him. I don't think being a head coach in the Pac-10 at the time was going to help him. I, don't, I definitely know being a head coach in the NFL wasn't going to help him, but being in a mid-major school like an FAU or an FIU or a Marshall or whatever, I think him being there is definitely going to help him get the kinks out. I think 100% some people need to understand that maybe I'm just built for the coordinator role, not the head coach. There's lot, levels to this. A lot of people chase the head, the head coach role because of the, the amount of money that comes with it. So right. that doesn't mean that you're predicated to be a, a head coach. It's a lot of money, though. Yeah, it is a lot of money. It's a lot of but money. But you know what's crazy? At some of the top of some of the power five schools in college football, um, offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators or those guys next in line to be head coaches get paid head coach money at Conference USA or anywhere. So if you stay there long enough, you get to garnish that and just wait it out. I agree. But Stop I don't think on. I don't think he should have ever went to Tennessee. Ever. I don't think he should have went to head coaching, period. I feel like those years he went coaching, had he been coordinating, he'd be way better off now. Right. And and he's a perfect example of just stepping up too soon. I just I feel like sometimes you just better as a coordinator. If you just stick to the coordinator position, you can become the best coordinator in the game and just be be great at that. That's no problem being the best coordinator. This is old. What I what I meant by his schemes. First play, first play, and I mean the route distribution was beautiful. I think it was empty set, but they had trips on the close sideline. Um, 
And what happened was they had the slot guy one-on-one with the safety. And what he does is he literally plays post, just shift his hips, and turned it into a nine route, which is the fly. And I kid you not, the beautiful thing about that was the linebacker was kept preoccupied because it was an inside route. Mm-hmm. The outside receiver did a little dig route, which kept the cornerback occupied. So it literally left that third receiver one-on-one with a safety. And you already know, like, if I'm a coach, more often than not, especially on defense, I, I really don't want my safety going head up against a wide receiver. But Ever. I mean, that's, that's, that's a good coaching, though. You, Great you, you coaching. You find your matchups and you go with the one-on-ones and find the, um, beat the one-on-ones. Great coaching. So, and I, I mean, to, to be honest, lose 31, and this is going to sound bad, but I'm saying this as a fan. To lose 31-14 to a top 10 program. Yes. As, <laughs> it could be a lot worse. Listen. But, um, for my, they, they ran us ragged, though. <clears throat> he, gonna, he broke the record. We're going to get through with this real quick. And we're going to talk about uh, the Heisman to round up this, this the collegiate level. Um, my Heisman got for the, for the, for the uh, last week. I mean, I love Lamar's efforts, obviously, to put up 47 points. But his team led up 35. Right. I don't think that's going to be subject enough to him win the Heisman for a second time. His team pretty much has to be perfect for him to win the second time while he put up uh, these awesome numbers. So I'm going to ride with um, uh, uh, what's my guy's name? Uh, Baker? Baker Mayfield. I'm going to ride with Baker. The question about um, Lamar. Okay. Um, how well do you think he'll transition to the NFL? I knew the NFL question was going to happen from the guy from who loves the NFL. <laughs> Just because, um, I mean, what, he's a sophomore? How, how will his talent translate? He's a junior, right, Ken? Or is he a junior? He's a junior. He's a junior. Okay. How is, I, think, I think he'll translate finally. I think, that the, I think that some of his mistakes that he had in the beginning, yeah. he's, he's definitely rectifying them now. Um, the one thing I'll say that I noted in the game that they just played um, against North Carolina North Carolina has a pesky defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna say they do any one particular th- any one particular thing well. However, they're very pesky. They get in good spots. They blitz exotically, um, and and they're gonna annoy you. He went through his progressions very well. Um, there was a lot of plays that I know for a fact. I was sitting there like, oh, he's about to run, and I mean, he really took a couple of steps up and let the ball go. Um, and, and as one person famously put it, ball travels faster than feet. Yeah. And I mean, he, he, I thought his maturity showed in that game because he really could have had like five rushing touchdowns. I'm, I'm going to say, he could have ran him ragged. I'm going to say it's as simple as this. Uh, um, he's as good as the NFL allows him to be. If they want him to be a, 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 a great quarterback on the next level, they'll allow it. I'll allow what, uh, Carolina Panthers did with, with Cam, a la what Titans did with Vince Young when they first got him. Let him play his game? Uh, exactly. What um, Harbaugh did with Kaepernick. Gotcha. You make it work for him. You don't try to put him in this system that doesn't fit for him and think that he, he's not good because he's not this three-step drop quarterback. Not saying that he can't do it, but he can. But if you see where his game is now, he's sitting, he's sitting in the shotgun a la most of uh, quarterbacks in college football 
So why would you expect them to be under center and thrive to be the best that they can? I mean, Peyton Manning doesn't sit under center. Tom Brady right. doesn't sit under center. Derek Carr, Dak Prescott. Well, I'm just naming a couple guys. Just name a couple but guys. The, but some of the they can, can. They can, but, but the crush- they primary when it comes to throwing the ball and assessing the defense. They sit in that gun. Correct. But most of the crucial plays come from under center. Like if it's third and one. Or if it's even fourth and one, more often than not, you're not going to see the shotgun formation. Okay, what's the what's the catalyst for those situations to be very high high for a quarterback? Understood. A good running back, right? Correct. If you, push, if you stick a good running back behind it, it's very easy for you to be high percentage better as a quarterback. You sure. stick someone bad behind you, like you think, for example, you love you hate Blake Bortles. Blake right. Bortles, I think we'll get to that too. <laughs> I think it, the reason why he looks so bad is because he's never had a dominant force in the backfield, someone that the defense has to respect right. behind him. If you don't have someone behind you that that balances out, like okay, we're just going to drop in the pass coverage because they hand the ball off, our defense and line can stop this guy. But if you look at Oakland Raiders right now, you can't do that with Marshawn Lynch. He's going to run all over you. Who had a great game? But we'll yeah, get to you that. can't stuff it. So Derek Carr could throw it like crazy if he wanted to. That way it balances out. Uh, we go to um, Dallas, and Dallas the same thing. You got Z, and that's uh, um, Prescott is to, able to look so good at, at times and whatnot. It, it makes it easier. You say uh, um, Tom Brady and his plethora of backs. Everybody down backs by committee. Yeah, baby. you downplay New England backs, but they do the, they do their job. Garrett Blunt isn't at Philly as a starting running back because uh, he's not good, or New England didn't want him. His game leveled up, and New England had to pay him. We all know Robert Kraft, dude. Bobby Kraft don't pay nobody. Ever. You ask right. for money, you go, you go. So, all right, so you, 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 you feel that way about Lamar, and you said that's the reason why you didn't give him your Heisman pick of the week. So why is Baker Mayfield your Heisman pick of the week? Because the Heisman isn't um, necessarily the best team. Uh, Lamar's team last year, Lamar's team, uh, was was on fire. The team itself was on fire, and this it was because of his play. Now this year, everyone's gonna be watching, and they're gonna see him play very well. But they're not gonna see his team back him up at all. Look at the, look at the past week. Was it forty two thirty five? Lamar played an awesome game. That's not and enough. Almost lost. That's not enough. It's not enough anymore. So now it's going to be like, well, in order for him to win, his team has to be perfect. Damn near perfect. As well as him play the game he does. Baker Mayfield, on the other hand, is going to um, increase his chances by what Lamar did last year. Play amazing while his team be like the old snap. I didn't think about Oklahoma. Because with that upset against Ohio State, now everybody's paying attention to Oklahoma. Now. Okay, now you just brought up an interesting point. I'm, I'm going to get to my husband pick because it's dark horse. and. Ain't nobody going to expect me to say this guy. But you said Lamar, his team was hot. However, the team completely fell off at the end of the season. At the end of the season. And then this is when Deshaun Watson took over and, and essentially ended the year as literally the best college player. But Heisman is done. Is so done should the Heisman be done at the end of the season, period, instead of before the postseason? Should it be done after the playoffs or should it stay before the playoffs? I think it should be done before the playoffs. Why? It, um, it gives the people who have, who didn't win and who was up for it uh, added incentive to play harder. Oh, I didn't win Heisman. That's what happened to a lot of guys. Vince Young, Reggie Bushes, those guys. When you, those guys who don't win Heisman but go into the game 
the national championship game against the Heisman winner, I'm going to show you why I should have won. But yeah, sure. I always play better. I always play they big do. games, man. They do. So it, it, if you wait until after afterwards and then you don't get that level of play, you don't put that chip on somebody's um, shoulder. Okay. All right. So yeah, give us your pick, and then we'll go into the picks for next week. Yeah. All right. So let's just say I gotta make sure I have my. I just let's run there. this down. Um, USC, USC in Texas. I'm go ahead, USC. Then we'll talk about this one. No, he's going to talk about who his Heisman pick is. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, now you good? Um, because I'm really, I'm really trying to get my life together here. Um, so if I was to tell you a guy. Do two games, two wins. I mean, obviously they're not against big time schools, but I mean, at the end of the day, he's still he's still playing college ball. Eight hundred twenty yards, nine touchdowns, no interceptions. Would you consider him a candidate? It's I hate to say this, but it's all predicated on who you play. Also, what about the way you're playing? It's who you play too. You can okay. play awesome, but if you're not playing anybody, it goes unseen and unspoken. My Heisman of the week, and this is also for last week too. Not to cut you off real quick, but that's the reason why Christian McCaffrey couldn't win it last year. We didn't know who he was playing. I don't think it's who he was playing. I think it was the West Coast thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's harder for West Coast guys to get an edge in otherwise because everybody is didn't out I, here. Didn't have to get it. Reggie was playing. I mean, they were playing primetime ball. Though. Prime they, were time moving, ball. they were moving their games earlier, though. We were watching them at eight because they were playing at five because they were the number one team. Like, there was nobody else who was going to meet them in a national championship game at that time. Didn't, didn't somebody win that day? Win the Heisman at Oregon? Darren, wasn't Darren Thomas. What's the quarterback, kid? Um, huh? It wasn't. Harrington no. didn't win the Heisman. You're talking that, about Mariota. No, that hurt his leg. Dennis Dixon was up for the Heisman. They wasn't moving their games up at 8 o'clock for us to see him as prime. But Dennis Dixon, Dennis he was Dixon, making noise. But Dennis Dixon was the number one. Christian McCaffrey made noise, too. He, he got second place. But he couldn't have won it because we don't know. Because Stanford wasn't hot. We don't know. Stanford wasn't hot. Win games. We don't know. So my pick is Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen. UCLA? Yes. Who pretty much got mollywopped and walked back into the game because the team Texas A and M took their foot off the gas. I mean, it is what it is. I liked him last year, and him they and still came back. And, Even if you push your foot off the gas, him and Easton, you're down thirty some odd points. Him and Easton from Georgia, I liked last year. This year, I don't like those guys. Too Atlanta much. took their foot off the gas. Yeah, I like well, we'll see. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, so. For the picks, how um, explain how we're going to do these picks? Is the, or is it the top ten? Yeah, we're going to do every week. Top ten, the current? top ten college uh, uh, of the week. Yeah, top for college football. We're only going to do top ten. You was able to pull up top ten? Yeah, top twenty-five. Uh, no, you pulled up the top twenty-five, but you got to go ahead and scroll through. Yeah, but we're going to do only the top ten teams um, to make it easier for ourselves because we're trying to match it up with our NFL picks, which is yeah, fourteen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but we're going to keep track of all these. Um, you know, at the end of the season, we're going to see who does the best. Mm-hmm. Just a little friendly competition. We may try to make an incentive throughout the year to see, you know. Something. Maybe the loser has to do something or the winner gets something. We'll, we'll figure something out. But for mm-hmm. now, you know, we're just going to make the picks. So. Um. So next week's game, you got, uh, you tell me who you got, Nils. Uh, all right. I'm going to try to go backwards the best that I can. I'm going to go, here it goes. It goes Fresno State versus Washington. Who you got? Fresno State versus Washington. That's number ten. That's uh, number six. Number six. Fresno State and Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, number six. Washington. I like. 
I like in that one. I, I don't I don't see Fresno pulling that one off for nothing, okay. honestly. I'll take I'm I'm taking Washington as well. I agree, I'm taking Washington. Okay. It's pretty um, easy one. USC versus Texas, number four. Oh. See, now I gotta give y'all a little side a little tidbit. It's at the Coliseum though. Yeah, I, I gotta give you a side note before I say the pick. You know that uh USC they always like do program notes before the game and they release the program notes maybe like a week. Yeah. Like like five to seven days before the game. And USC released their program notes and said that they're undefeated against Texas. Why is that relevant? The reason why it's relevant is because no, remember they lost in the national championship game. Yeah. They did. But that loss was vacated <laughs> because of Talk Reggie about Bush. A troll. So oh. they said as of right now they are four and all time. Wow. Against Texas. USC. And that 4-0 is about to be five. Maybe because I got USC. No, it has USC. Mm. <laughs> so does Vegas. Vegas has USC 15-5. What about you, me? I'm, I'm taking USC as well. You know what? Go ahead. USC playing at home, so it makes it easy for me. I'm going to go with the upset. Hook them horns. Ooh. <laughs> Let's go. Number three, Clemson at Papa John's Cardinal Stadium in Louisville, <laughs> Kentucky. This is my upset alert right here. I got Louisville beating Clemson, dog. They needed this. This if if there's a game that's going to put him to stamp his name on Heisman for the second time, this would be the game. Yeah, I got. This would be the game. I got Louisville, man. He's playing at home. I'm going to go ahead and rock with the hometown hero himself. I'm going ahead and say Lamar. I love I love Clemson too, but I'm wanting Lamar to win this game. I don't like the way Clemson played against Auburn. Yeah, I, I didn't like it at all. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Lamar too. I'm gonna go with Louisville on this one. All right, bet. Everybody followed me. Cool. Um, so, <laughs> it's cool. No worries, bro. No worries. I, I wanted to be the only one, but whatever. What we got next? Yeah, whatever. Uh, we got Georgia State versus Penn State. Penn State's playing home. Are we Are we going to discuss this? Nope. Just, Penn State. Just knock us down all Penn State. Uh, yeah. Penn speaking State. of Georgia State, you know that they play at uh, the Braves Stadium now. No, they, they, re, they redid it. So now Georgia State plays at where the Atlanta Braves used oh. to play. Mm-hmm. Check this out. We got um, Colorado State. They go ahead. And they're going to play Alabama for money this year. Um, they, yeah, that's all they're gonna get. All they get. About to say, I, I think. I think it's pretty unanimous on this one. Alabama, Alabama across the board. Cut, cut the board. All cut right. The check. And then number two Oklahoma against Tulane. I think it's another Tulane. one. Cut the check. Cut the check. <laughs> Oklahoma across the board. This is true. I don't even know where Tulane is. Mm. This is true. Great question. This is true. Uh we have uh number eight Army at Ohio State. Wait, number eight Ohio State. Yeah, number at eight Army. Number eight Ohio State. I was Army. like, Army's number eight? That's lit. What? Uh, <laughs> Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State. This is another cut the check game. Mark that down. Who we missing? We got Michigan at Air Force. No, you didn't say that yet. Oh, so it just looks like all of our military branches are trying to get that whooping this week. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan, <laughs> Michigan across the board. Mm-hmm. Michigan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are missing... Number 10, Wisconsin versus yeah. BYU. Mm. I'm going upset. I'm going upset. I'm going upset. I'm going upset. I'm picking Wisconsin. I, <laughs> I was like, really? I'm doing Wisconsin. But the thing is, it's BYU playing home. I do. I do. Low key have an upset alert. I'm, yeah. I'm not calling it upset. Not uh, on this asterisk by there. I got an upset I got, alert. I got Wisconsin as well. Mm-hmm. 
Are we gonna, can we do the last game? There's one more, one more game in the top left. 10. Georgia State at Penn State. Oh, we already get that. Just kidding. Uh, there is one game, though. I only see nine Michigan games. Michigan number nine, Oklahoma State versus Pitt. Nope, we got that one. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Oklahoma State. Got it. Mm-hmm. So, who you guys got in that game? Oklahoma State and Pitt. Pitt? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's going to be a good game, actually. Yeah. And it's at Pittsburgh, too. Um, I'm going to Oklahoma State. They looked good last week. I'm going to Pitt. All right. Um, OSU, man. I'm going to go Oklahoma State as well. But you got Babuda. The most important game is this weekend. The most important game in the time college football regular season is it's this weekend. What game, what is, game that? is that? The U versus <laughs> other guys. That's oh, is this the, the, the postponed game that's going to yeah. be the... Oh, okay. Florida State versus U, versus UM? Oh, it's postponed. Though. I it just was know postponed. That. I was yeah. about to say that. That, that was going to be this weekend, though. Yeah, you got to postpone that whooping for another yeah, time. Yeah, you're going to have um, to take that back. Yeah, it's cool. some more ice. Time. Yeah, it's cool. And right. um, before, two games that I want to just bring up and mention just because one of them I do think it's an upset alert and it's just your team, so I thought I'd bring it up. The Louisiana State University Tigers okay. go up against the Mississippi State University Bulldogs. Hell State? In the Davis Wade Stadium. Ooh, and, and Mississippi State. And and LSU is, it, listen, I love, I love LSU and I love you, but I'm putting that upset alert up there. I'm not saying who's going to win, it's just upset alert. Thirdly, um, I'm really into... Um, Games that don't matter. Go ahead. They do matter. Tennessee, Florida <laughs> matters. I knew you were going there. Tennessee, Florida. That's going to be a great game. It's always a good game. But now you got like highly ranked teams, 23, 24. And, and I mean, the it's nervous. top 25. Okay. And then on top of that, Florida's on one. So they got something to prove. And, sure. and the game's at the crib. It's obviously Tennessee going to win that game because Florida has no idea what the offense is. Still, they don't know. They have no I, idea. I, I'm taking Florida on that one. Tennessee, Tennessee. Mark that down. Florida, Florida, Tennessee. I got, We're not doing Florida, official you got on that. Huh? We're not doing no, official no official. I just want to. Put oh, you just want to. You just want to note it. Yeah, just want to. Oh, just a notation. Okay, just a notation. So now, let's, now, now, let's make let's make this transition over to something that Booth is going to be highly yes. involved. Okay, in. so uh, we're gonna, let's go to the NFL now. National Ball League. Now, before we get into the actual games and everything, yes, we we understand. Now, before we get into actual games and stuff, there's actually something serious I wanted to bring up with you guys Mm -hmm. and see how you guys feel about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, this past week, Michael Bennett um, for the Seattle Seahawks came out and said uh, the situation that happened to him in Las Vegas after the McGregor Mayweather fight Mm -hmm. about the the police basically throwing him to the ground, putting a gun to his head. And um, Goodell issued a statement on it, which is very rare because we don't hear things from Goodell when these kind of things happen. Right. He does he and, does choose to stay silent, yeah. Yeah, he usually chooses to stay silent. Now this time he decided to speak up and say, you know, you know, we support him, we have his back on everything. My question is, why do you think he did that? Do you think it's because he felt pressure that to say something? Or do you think he just did it because he really honestly wanted to? I'm gonna go first and say I definitely feel like he felt pressure. Especially on the on the eve of the NFL trying to negotiate a five year extension for him, mm-hmm. so at this point he has to do a lot more in the matters of protecting players, and so therefore he spoke out. 
I think in this scenario, I, I'm going to have to go the other way. I think he wanted to. I, I don't think he has, I don't think he has perceived issues against other players. I mean, naturally he does have a job to do um, and he does have to protect the players, but we've seen him in other circumstances where he could have protected players and he didn't for whatever reasons. Um, and, and I mean, that's, that's also the Kaepernick situation also, but I think, you know, as far as from an employer employee standpoint, which is what it is, he has to say what he has to say, but the things, the way that he stated it, I feel like he legitimately feels like Bennett is a good guy yeah. and that Bennett, he's beloved around the league, right? Bennett didn't deserve what he got to the point where they didn't even investigate. They had the option to investigate. They declined that. Right. But see, my, my, my rebuttal to what you're saying is that Bennett is a good guy. I think everybody in the NFL would say the same thing about Cap being a good guy. They'll say the same thing about Zeke being a good guy. Um, you probably even get some people to speak out about um, um, Ray Rice being a good guy. What was he on these terms where he didn't speak about these people? Now, here's the thing. I'll rebuttal that. We'll go down the line. At the end of the day, Bennett didn't do anything wrong. As far as we know, for one, Ray Rice, we saw him put hands on his wife. We saw that. We saw the tape that the NFL had beforehand to when we ever saw it. Right. You're right. So there's that. Zeke, I'll say this much about Zeke. I think Zeke is being made an example of. I think that Zeke is paying the price for all the other players who did it and didn't get any repercussions because we don't have proof per se. However, this is one of those, we got to nip it in the bud now. So we're going to make an example and we're going to make sure it doesn't happen again. See, the reason why I don't like that because last year, the kicker from the Giants, we knew we had proof of this guy doing this to his wife. He got suspended with pay. He didn't. One have game? You, yeah. Have you seen what recently happened? Though? No. The NFL is trying to kick back and suspend him another six games that's, now. That's after the fact yeah, of the yeah, Zeke yeah, yeah. thing. Which is I, interesting. And I don't like that because last year, if there was somebody to make an example out of, it's the kicker. The guy you who can't make an example out of Why the can't you? Because he's not a star. But here's the thing, though. If you, if you, that's, but that's more of the reason why you make an example out of him. If you're not a star, if you're not a star and you get reprimanded this harsh, Imagine what happens if you're a star that gets into the involved. Because, because of Zeke, every NFL player gonna think twice. If you if you get rid of a punter, there's gonna be players in the locker room that's gonna sit there and be like, oh, he's a punter, so that's whatever. When you have a star and you're sitting there like, dang, bro, like, this is like he's he's not just a star, he's the star running back for the Dallas Cowboys, the premier organization in the NFL. Um, I don't want to get us too steered away from the the main point here with, in which, you know, the fact that he chose to speak up on behalf of Bennett in this situation, whereas Kaepernick, he's been silent throughout everything. Now, here's yeah, now I'm going I'm going into cap. I'm yeah. going to as cap. far as, as far as social issues and things yeah. go, I not so much punishments and stuff. I simply don't um, understand that he, I'm a, like, I'm a he, he, he's going to definitely pick and choose who what after the bat. I don't think he pick and chose at all. Now here's here's the thing about Kaepernick, and now I let me let me give a 
a sidebar, emotionally, I think is wrong on all levels. I think that Kaepernick should definitely be working in the NFL. I think that there's other situations that have prevented him, such as the situation with the Ravens and his girlfriend and what have you. But he's very talented. We can't deny that. And I will sit here and say that he's better than at least half of the starting quarterbacks. You hear that, Jags and Browns? Y'all should go ahead and pick that man up. Now, moving forward, here's the reason why Goodell cannot speak on behalf of Kaepernick. It's still a business. Right. Okay? And, And... these players have a job. Mm-hmm. Your office, your office is the field. Your office is the field, and when you are acting out, quote unquote, on the field, you're going to put yourself in a situation where it's going to be very hard to come back from. This is why a lot of big time. Star athletes, they do their protests on their time, not on league's time. You're getting paid lots of money to play a sport. Play your sport, do what you got to do. When you get off the field and you're in the locker room, you're doing your interviews, by all means, you can say whatever you want. Because Kaepernick isn't even the most outspoken player in the league, not even this is close. True. This is true. The whole Seattle Seahawks team <laughs> is more outspoken That's than Kaepernick. Facts. And they've said some recklessness. Right, right. But they do it on their time. They go on the field. They don't do anything crazy on their time. Go for it. Now, my rebuttal to you is that you say it's not on the field. It's on their time. In this statement... Michael Bennett, Michael Bennett so eloquently placed also in that statement, this is the reason why I'm going to continue to sit during the national anthem. He's giving you a, a reason for it. You can't compare. You can't compare. He's giving you a reason why he's taking a knee. Michael, Michael Bennett takes a seat, right? Now, look, I'm, I'm going to take, take it from a corporate perspective, okay? Michael Bennett sits down on the bench, and I'm pretty sure that the Seahawks GM... And Carol have instructed him, listen, if you're going to do anything, we don't, we're not going to say we don't support it. Just do it away from where it's going to get attention. Because look at it this way. If he is sitting on the chair, if the camera goes over there to where he's at to get him on camera, clearly that cameraman went out of his way to go over there. You know, that's the, you know the cameraman is going to do that all this year. That's the cameraman's problem. There's a huge difference between that and when everybody's standing up for the anthem, which is protocol, this is protocol. And when you're going down the line, you have everybody standing and one person purposely in the line to stand kneeling down. He is purposely bringing attention to himself to let you know, listen, I'm doing this in I'm doing this because of this situation. You, I'm doing it out of spite. But you don't think that if Michael Bennett could bring the bench up to where everyone is standing, he'll sit right next to him in that same exact line? How, I don't understand how you can say he's purposely taking the knee when Michael Bennett is purposely sitting down. He just stated that in the letter to the NFL. This is the reason why I'm sitting down. 
He just said the same thing. And what you just said about Colin Kaepernick is the same thing Michael Bennett just said, the reason why he's doing it. Oh, they're doing it for the same reason. Same that's reason. For sure. so that's they're for definitely sure. doing same it for the reason. But yeah. it's two different approaches. You have a passive route and you have an aggressive route. You got someone who sits, someone who knees, and that's the passive-aggressive? If he if he takes a chair and he sits down on that line, I guarantee you the reaction is different. Your, your line was, as stated, it's protocol to stand. So if you sit, kneel, crouch, Bent over, doing anything else. You're not. I'm, doing not, what you're disres- to I'm do. not disrespecting protocol because I'm not in that line. I choose not to be in the line. I'm not disrespecting your line. I'm sitting back here. If I'm not standing during the 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 help me now help me the anthem. anthem. The anthem. Then I'm disrespecting protocol because I'm not standing. I can choose not to stand during the anthem. Well, if if I take a knee, then I can choose not, not to not stand during the anthem. Okay, so check this out. So what you're saying is is if I choose not to, instead of me choosing not to elsewhere, I'm going to do it where you're supposed to do it. So if everybody's standing in a straight line, I'm okay with literally coming in that line and kneeling. That's that's the same thing as someone like with the, uh, with the Pledge of Allegiance. You don't have to recite it. I can stand and right. continue to talk. Right. Like I'm not wrong. What's well, you talking during the pledge is wrong. I, I'm, I'm deciding I not was, to put your hand over your heart or sitting down. That's not wrong because the thing is, is that you have that right to do so. Now, if the NFL is saying, "Look, during the anthem, you stand on this line, you stand in this direction, you face the flag or the cameras or whatever, and you conduct yourself in this way," this is a rule. Bennett it isn't, is a job. Yeah, Bennett isn't breaking that rule by a long shot. He's saying, listen, I'm not disrespecting y'all. I'm letting y'all have y'all line. I'm just going to sit over here. But Colin Kaepernick has said numerous amounts of occasions that I'm not disrespecting the the armed forces. I'm taking the knee to stand for what's right. Like, but I, what is the but, difference? But the corporate offices of the NFL isn't concerned about the armed forces either. We don't say the anthem think, for the armed I forces. I think what Nels is trying to say is that the way he's doing it so aggressively seems like it's an attention grab and it's a distraction for the team and it's it's bad business. He's using his, and I understand he has a platform, and I appreciate him for using his plat his platform for bringing attention to something that affects. Not just, and I don't want to make the it world. a race thing. Like, it affects the world. But the police brutality is, is, is a problem. Truth be told, no other group in the world pays attention to this. But you know what? So he, if he doesn't do it aggressively, who will? The people who are supposed to do it. Who's the people? Oh, let's, and, who's and, those be clear, people? and let's be clear. I'm not saying I disagree with right. Kaepernick at all. I don't. I, I agree. Yeah, I, no, we're just having open discussion. Yeah. Who, are, who are these people listen, that are supposed to do this? Listen, I, I, because they're not being loved. I comprehend that, and I agree with that. However, you can't expect this man to have a job breaking the jobs rules. If you're at your job, is that in the rules though? It's protocol. Is it? I need to see the rules. Give me the rules that state you cannot take a knee. Or you cannot be without standing up during the national anthem. I need to see that in document form. If I get that in document form, if it's just someone in contract, if you're, if I can't argue okay. no more. What did, what did Jerry Jones of your beloved Cowboys say? He said, if I don't see somebody standing up during the anthem, they're not going to have a job here. Jerry Jones is a crazy owner that most, doesn't like the most days. Owners, most owners, not even most owners, every single owner in the NFL is what? White. So they're going to agree. But they, Jerry Jones. Here's the fun fact about it. When you have... What, what's the NFL made of of blacks? 90%? Okay. Players. 90, 90% of players. Players. Okay. 
if you have majority of your, your players doing that, what are you going to do? You can't do anything. Why? Why what are you going to do? You going to get rid of everybody? The majority, but the majority is not going to do it, though. Yeah, because they're scared. They're afraid of what you just said. They're yeah, because if you're not an all-star, you're expendable. I'm afraid, yeah, even, I'm afraid to lose my job. if you are an all-star, you're expendable because at the end of the day, you're already maintaining a high lifestyle. You've got mouths to feed. You have a job. You're doing a job. I think sometimes, you know, we put our athletes on a higher pedestal because they're athletes, not realizing no, that that's I'm gonna, their job. I'm going to disagree to an extent on it because I do feel like it's where your position on the totem pole is. Because if you're Tom Brady taking a knee, you're not getting cut yeah. from any team. Robert Kraft, nobody is nobody doing that. So depending, but if you're, 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 you're debate that if you want to, nobody. But if you're the number three, but if you're the number three, if you're the number three receiver. And yeah. you do, then oh, maybe Mitchell, then you're yeah. talking an issue. You're Mitchell, who just got this on IR. I'm not, I'm not yeah. debating that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not debating that at all. However, however, again, you still need to have that self-understanding of where you are to know what you can and cannot do. Right. Tom Brady knows he's in that place. Listen, I can do whatever I want. Right. Kaepernick was never there. I know what I do. He was never there. What I don't like is if you're trying to shine some shine some light for something that's positive. I think that that shouldn't be reprimanded as something that's bad. No, they take. I don't they think they reprimanded. They, they t- yes, they, but they are. How, how, you don't think? You don't think by not having a job in the NFL is being reprimanded? He could have had a job. Oh, and there's one thing. There's but, one thing we well, see. With who? With Baltimore? Yeah. With how? You really think because Nessa tweeted out what she did is the reason why he didn't get a job? And then on the flip end, I'm gonna hit you with this. Well, you got. Steph Curry's wife who tweets up all the time. What's the difference? You tell me what's the difference. Because, shoot, look at Brent Grimes' wife. Brent Grimes. If, 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 you're, if you're telling me you want to compare Steph hold on, hold on. Curry to Colin Kaepernick? No, I'm comparing the, the situation. You got to stop charging the person. Compare the situation. If your lady could, sp- if your lady speaks up, is the reason why you don't have a job. That I call bull on that, man. I they, agree. I think Ravens are just trying to use that as a reason of why they didn't sign them. Like, oh, we didn't. Oh, we didn't want to be dis- people. I don't disagree with that. However, again, I'm pretty sure on the totem pole, <laughs> Curry is way higher than We're Kaepernick. not talking about person to person. We're talking about situation to situation. The situation I'm talking about, if your lady speaks out of quote-unquote term, this is the reason why you don't have a job. We, we, we just said Brett Grimes' wife speaks out of term, quote-unquote. Uh, uh, Steph Curry's wife speaks out of term, quote-unquote. Um, what are they doing on the clock? What do you mean? They what are they doing? But what are they doing on the clock? See, their the, their wives or the the girls at the time are speaking while they're clock, on the clock. This though. is what's understood. The, what's the, what's the, what's the but Colin Kaepernick has done something that he quote unquote shouldn't be doing on the clock. You can't listen. I understand what you're saying as far as oh. Well, if your wife or your girlfriend says this, you shouldn't. Whatever. However, Colin Kaepernick already has a strike. He did something on the clock. You I, are on the clock. I think it's bull because that's like saying someone from the social media aspect tweets something out, then and it's gonna be a uproar. I just it's just anybody anything. and that, that that everybody speaks on anything. You could go online right now and find thousands of different Colin articles that says the NFL is wrong for blackballing. Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Is it, it wrong? For is it, it Colin or Colin? Colin. Colin. I'm tripping. Yeah. Colin Maybe Kaepernick. Something. My bad. My bad. Um. <laughs> At the end of the day, Kaepernick is not wrong for what he did. Right. How Neither. he did it and where he did it 
is wrong. We still got to consider it a job. My job's not going to care for me protesting anything on the clock. Do your job. Do what you're supposed to do. We already give you the freedom to do whatever you want off the field. You can do whatever you want. Shoot, go out there and get a DUI. We'll get you a lawyer. Do whatever you want. It's crazy because... It's my amendment above all as a human right. being to be able to do whatever I want to, freedom of speech. On the clock, and then I pay you. Freedom of when speech is my amendment as above and work. And, 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 and it's my amendment to stop you from Humanity is above work. You know that? No. Human- you just said no? Listen. Humanity is not above work? You want to say that to somebody who owns a team? You know that? Yeah. Okay. Humanity and, and is above work. Goes. And then you get cut. Yeah, but that, that's it. no, I agree. We agree. It's wrong. We agree with it. But then what end up happening? What end up happening is that when we take said owner to the court of public opinion, he gets ridiculed. He understands. He he. Nah, nah. He's like, you know what? I'm not gonna let this happen. Next time someone else speaks up, said, I'm not going to say You said court of public opinion. I'm not going to say nothing. So else. everybody, everybody who's ragging on Kaepernick, what did they do on Sunday? Most of them watched the games. That's one. Two. The 49ers done moved on without Kaepernick. How many people stopped going to the games? Yeah. So he could be getting ragged out in the court of public opinion all he wants to. He got rid of them. I bet you he probably had more people show up to the game now. Because here's, the, listen, in a, crazy, in a crazy world, in a crazy world. Have you, not, have you not heard about people boycotting the NFL this year? Maybe because of that? Yeah. You heard yeah, that? You're, right. they, they could boy. Okay, you're saying boycott the NFL. Is the boycott, when you do a boycott, right, because historically speaking, like the Birmingham bus boycott hurt the Birmingham bus organization because the the black people who were, who were taking the bus, they were the only ones taking the bus. So now you're literally cutting revenue by 50 to 75 percent. So it hurt, it hurt, it hurt them. How is this "quote unquote" NFL boycott hurting the NFL? Just because it just because it's not millions of dollars means it still means it's, it's significant. If you're the NFL and you make the same thing what you made last year, you don't think that's a hit, that's a, that's a hit for them? You think they're gonna make the same thing they made last year? That's not what I'm it, asking it is a, you. It, is absolute, asking. it absolutely if is. You a make hit. the same thing what you made it last is year. It's definitely a hit. So if the NFL finds itself in in mid season or later on in the season. Right there on the cusp of making the same thing or less what they made last year in the boycott, something has to be done dramatically by the owner's standpoint. All right, you know, this conversation could go on for hours. It could go on for hours. You know, I just wanted to bring it up. I think we all can agree that we agree with what each player is doing. The situation that happened to Michael Ben is awful. Um, regardless of why Goodell said something, I'm glad he did. Um, for the record, I I I would have done what Kaepernick did. Yeah, ten yeah. times out of yeah, ten. Yeah, agreed. Ten, agreed. Times, ten so, times out of ten. And I'm, I'm sure this is a topic that'll come up throughout you know the season that we'll, that we'll discuss. But um, so moving on to you know brighter top notes, five or for top five, top five. So top five. before before we get into things uh, for the NFL, you guys may have heard already um, what our favorite teams are a little bit because I think they've kind of all been said. I've never said my favorite point. NFL team. So. Just so you guys have an idea of what fan base we're all a part of, B, uh, who do you uh, who do you champion? Man, America's team, man, the Dallas Cowboys. 
All right, now. Listen, if you ain't cheating, you don't want to win, baby. <laughs> hey, we out here, bro. Deflate gate. We out here watching practices. The New England Patriots, baby. 25-point oh, comeback <laughs> in the house. The fake America's team. Well, uh, we, we never wanted America's team. People are just giving it to uh, us. Boo. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and I am a fan of the uh, the Oakland, soon-to-be, Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. The West Coast Cowboys. I finally have a good team to the cheer West for, y'all Coast boys. The West Coast Cowboys. I finally have a good team to cheer for. They don't have y'all identity. Boy. Stop. All right. So, the way we're going to do the NFL, we're going to discuss the primetime games plus, you know, our team's games as far as a full breakdown. And then we'll throw in any kind of, uh, you know, Quick little tidbits about other games that we may have noticed. And uh, from there, we'll do some picks. What was the Sunday night game? Oh. Uh, Thursday night first. We'll start We'll start Thursday night. Thursday we'll work night? our way. Thursday night would be the Chiefs and the Patriots. Oh, yeah. You I guys, already forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots um, already swept it under as, the rug. Listen, as a, I'll, I'll say this much. Um, and I'll, I'll start first. We definitely deserve to lose that game. Um. Yeah. I think that the game was closer than the score play? says, though. I huh? would say would you play? the Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs won forty-two. That's our kryptonite. Chiefs. Chiefs definitely, definitely Patriots kryptonite. But what I, what I'm going and to we say, weren't able to watch a lot of these games too because of the yeah. hurricane. Hurricane. Okay, okay. we, we are in South Florida, just so everybody the knows. So we weren't able to watch too much football this weekend. If you don't know um, me, it's because hurricane Irma turned off my television. <laughs> but what, what I'm, what I'm gonna say about that game? I watched that game, yeah. and you know the first quarter. Well, the first half was very tightly contested. Yeah, yeah it was. I think what happened because is is well, you easily <laughs> we easily caught an L, but I'm I'm going to explain the reasons why. I think that after watching that game, and and we'll see as the season progresses. I think Kansas City is a team to watch. Oh yeah, I, I believe for sure. that. I, I, that. I, I I'll say this much: Kansas City did things I've never seen. An Andy Reid team do since McNabb. Alex Smith did things I've never seen Alex Smith. What's right? right. Well, no, 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 listen, 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 <laughs> let's talk about it, bro. Oh, and, and listen for, 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 for those listening. Check down Charlie. Who the has this quarterback tweet? Who he hates specifically in the NFL. He has this I don't hate Alex, Alex Smith. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop. Here's I do not hate Alex Smith. I just think he's overrated. Oh my goodness. I think he's. Right where he needs he's a to good be. game manager. Sure, did he game Fine. manage on Thursday? No, he Hell did not. Which is why I'm saying that's the best game I've seen him play since he's been flipping in the, the script. But we're gonna get to that later. But that's because I honestly I don't even think he played that well because now he knows he has another young quarterback breathing down his neck that he has to watch out for. I don't and think Patrick I don't Mahomes. think I don't think is it Mahomes? No, I love McCollum. I thought it was Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. 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 I love McCollum. Listen, so I. I personally think that um, they've expanded. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill has established himself as an outside deep threat. He's so dangerous. Kelsey has always been good um, in the middle of the field. Right. And Hunt and 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 I said this to I said this to um, Ken. If you guys ever hear Ken, Ken is is the is the what do we call him the roommate yeah he's, we'll call he's him the friend we'll, the producer we'll the producer whatever <laughs> the other guy oh uh, i told him you know there's there's a couple of positions that no matter what level you play if you're good you're good right running back's one of those positions hunt was the number one running back in college mm-hmm. he, there's no way he's not going to translate in the league 
And I should have started him in my fantasy, and I didn't. And because of that, I lost by one point when I could have won by 35. But that's another story you know, for another day. You know, um. before you continue about, about Tyreek Hill, you know he actually has had now five consecutive games where he's had a play for over 60 yards. Bro, he's he's. You know, some players in the in the Hall of Fame have have like one or two. He's had five consecutive games with a sixty-yard player. He's he's nasty. He's on my fantasy. That's often he's on my fantasy. He's on mine too. That (laughs) offense, that offense is really, really good. And here's the crazy part about it: we're talking about Hunt. Um, who's the who's the one who's no no no? I'm saying, but I was just talking about Hunt. Who's the who? Which running back got hurt? Was it where? West. 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 Where was Spencer Ware? Spencer Ware got hurt. West is the backup running back. Mm -hmm. Got in the field and got a 20-some-odd-yard run. You got two starting running backs, and they're both okay with their roles. The man came out there. The man got out there and snapped. He literally got the ball, took off, scored, ran to the sideline, and was like, I did my job. I'm going to take a seat. Boy, to tell you why the Kansas City Chiefs do not make it to the Super Bowl this year. I don't think they're making it to the Super Bowl. Um, they're a great team, though. A la all of Andy Reid's teams, um, those Philly teams that he had, they had really good offenses, but the defense weren't, weren't there. In games, they show up, and in games, they're, they're let, let down. And unfortunately, that New England-Kansas City game, they suffered a big hit when they lost their their face with their defense. Everybody, oh, soul, heart, Everybody. Oh, not man. the face, heart. That's soul. that's tough. That, that torn Achilles. That's gonna be a tough loss. I thought Tyreek Hill did the same thing when he was limping around. And I think he's all right though. Yeah, I remember it, it was cramps. Yeah. It was actually cramps yeah, yeah. for Tyreek Hill. But when you run that fast, cramps gotta hurt. Yeah, more you, you're gonna catch cramps when you run that fast. <laughs> but Eric Berry and I called it as soon as it happened. Oh, I said, oh, I said Achilles. He couldn't put pressure down on that foot. Oh, that I knew was. it as soon as I saw it. I'll, and I'll say this much, and I'm not even saying this as a fan. That Patriots team didn't show up. No, and I don't think that's what we're gonna get we're not this gonna year get from that. the Patriots. That, that, that was just absolutely not. Another thing too, I want you guys to understand is that that was that game doesn't count. You know what? That game doesn't count. Tom Brady doesn't care about the first game of the year. No, yeah, that Tom Brady was pretty, pretty much just trying to figure out his new weapons. He was playing with his new sure. That's it. For sure, I got a deep and ball over here, short ball over here, chains up here. Because he really could have, he really could have ripped it deep all night if he wanted to. Cooks was killing. Yeah. And the thing about it, you want to know what what amazes me? What amazes me about Cooks? What amazes me? What amazes me about Cooks is he had Peters on him at least half the game. Yeah. And Peters, people people put Peters in their top five already. I, I don't know. Led the league in interceptions last year. That's why. Yeah. One thing I, I want to say before you know before okay. we move on to the next game because there's some other games to get to. Kareem Hunt. I just got to say, 17 carries, 148 yards, and a touchdown. Receiving, he had seven receptions. Oh no, five receptions, 98 yards, and two touchdowns. That's a hell of a debut. Yes, it was. That is a and hell of a debut against a, a, a against the New England Patriots defense. Before you even say all of that, what impressed me was he fumbled. On his, his first, first carry of his career. Wow. Well, he fumbled once in college, but he recovered it his own. Of he his covered, career. Right. I'm talking about NFL. Your first carry. You're on the field in the regular season. Fumble. Your first carry. You have a good carry, too. It was like seven, eight yards. Fumble. Fumble. That should, that Lost should the fumble take too. you out the game. Yeah. And he came back in and balled. Balled. Amazing. 
Okay, so um, so next we'll go to my game nah, because you got game. Well, his was Sunday game. night. His was Sunday really, night. I don't really care. Anyways, so <laughs> Raiders Titans. I don't have too much to say about this game. I wasn't able to watch it unfortunately, but I saw all the highlights of it. Um, we got work to do. I will say I'm. You got biggest, Yes, twenty six sixteen. Um, the Titans are no slouch. That's one of, my, one of my favorite quarterbacks is over there for Titans, Mariota. I like that guy. Yeah, Mariota's very like good. And guy. Titans always have, you know, a top between 5 and 10 defense in the league. Now, I was worried about our defense going into that game. That's been our biggest issue last season, this season. Your secondary. Um, our secondary specifically. Now, I am happy we gave up a touchdown on their opening drive, and then we held them to three field goals the rest of the game. So, I'm happy about that. Um, so that, that showed a lot, but I mean, Cooper had a decent game. Uh, drops are still an issue for him, but that weight he put on is coming into play because he's been able to body that somebody. That touchdown play was great, man. He, he, he handled that like a runner. He handled that. Marshawn Lynch is looking good. He's he's running like you know that that year off did him well. So I'm optimistic for my team. Uh, we got a lot of tests this season, you know, in both the Cowboys, the Patriots, you know, to see. What up? Really what up? But couple of notes from that game. I, yeah. saw, I saw some highlights. I saw some game action. Um, what I really liked was um, Derek Carr played very well. Um, they're they're not giving him much credit for that. He did go twenty two for thirty two for two hundred sixty two yards, two touchdowns. That's a good game. Yeah. Um, he distributed the ball pretty well. Um, you got Mike Crabtree with six receptions, Amari Cooper six receptions, Jared Cook still had five receptions. I believe so. I don't know. I gotta look. I'm not sure. Now, here's what impressed me the most with the with the Raiders. The Raiders, um, the rush defense was was on point. Yeah. Um, the running backs didn't average more than four yards a carry. Four like four to four and a half yeah. yards a carry. We held, we held the whole defense DeMarco under 100 Murray yards. had 12 rushes for 44 yards. That's, 12 rushes for 44 that, yards. That's Tennessee not running the ball. Derrick Henry had six carries for 25 yards. And the reason why I think they didn't carry the ball enough was because they stifled the run in the first half, and then Titans had to play catch-up ball in the second half. So where, yeah. where was DeMarco going to get the ball? DeMarco has to be a 20-carry guy to give you 100. 20-carry guy. Right? You In a game like that, DeMar- DeMarco's not getting 20 carries. Mm-hmm. You know no, what I mean? De- so, definitely agree. Did you see anything? Did you see anything from? Uh, did you watch the game? At nah, all? Irma, Irma. I watched Irma. Irma. You watched Irma. Now, another shining star wow. that that caught my attention, completely caught my attention, was Rashard Matthews. Yeah, Rashard Matthews. I'm I'm guessing he's in the number one role right now because I'm putting him over Eric Rashard Decker. Rashard Matthews, receiver. Yes. Uh-huh. Jay Rice nephew. Yes. Oh. He went. He went five for seventy-one. Five receptions, seventy-one yards. And that offense, that's that's pretty good because you know that offense is is really West Coast. They kind of apply their their role to Mariota specific mm-hmm. way. So having five resets for seventy one yards is pretty good. First game come out, yeah. I liked it. Um, I definitely see the Titans could definitely win their division this year. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. I like, I mean, I like them too. They're, they're, this game was going to go either way. They're going to win their division off one person, one person. And I watched him play, and I was amazed. And that is. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch ran like a man possessed. He had 18 carries, 76 yards, which doesn't. Are you sound, saying the Raiders are gonna win their division? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which doesn't, which doesn't sound like a lot, 
But every run that he did was punishing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he bodied defensive linemen. Like, it was, yeah. It was good. There, I was happy to see. Listen, and, and I mean, as far as all-purpose yards was concerned, he had 92, I believe. 92. And he also had a catch for 16 yards. That's a little screenplay. Yeah. And I mean, he, he took off. And his and like you said, when we was talking about it the other day, his field awareness is still top-notch. Oh, so still good. moving his feet like he's young, like he hasn't missed a beat. I mean, he had a break. Yeah, yeah. He had a break. And he's happy to be a Raider. Yeah. He had a break, and he's playing at home. So Yeah. All right. So um, Moving on. We Sunday got, night football. We got Sunday. the Cowboys and the Giants. Now... One thing I need to say right off the bat, the Giants offense is awful. Without, without Odell Beckham, that shows that Eli, he needs to be, get him out of here. <laughs> For real, like he did nothing. Uh, Brandon Marshall was invisible all night. Um, which is crazy. That's, that's yeah. crazy. And honestly, if I was Odell Beckham, I would not come back until I have a long-term contract finalized. I would not put another down. I will milk this injury until I have a contract because they need him, period. Oh, we're trying to get out. Period. I mean, if if you really want to go into the numbers, it was less than stellar. I mean, their leading receiver is Roger Lewis. Four receptions for 54 yards. Ugh. Shane Vereen had 51 yards on nine receptions. Check down Charlie. Easily. Anybody? Easily. Easily screen passes. Sterling Shepard had seven receptions for 44 yards. Seven receptions for 44 yards. Shout out to that. My goodness. Yeah, we picked Eli off, though, so I'm happy. Brandon Marshall had one catch. Ten yards. And then their rushing was deplorable. Mm-hmm. It had 36, well, 35 total yards rushing for the Giants. And I mean, of course, you're going to stifle the run where they're going to throw to. Right. Right? On the other side of the ball. Shout out to Jason Witten becoming the all-time leading receiver in reception for oh, the Cowboys. Easily. Nice. Um, Dak Prescott had a very efficient game. He has a Dak game. He got, he got yeah. stacked one time, avoided avoided the rush. And I will say this much. The Giants has always been known for their defensive line play. Mm-hmm. And they really was giving him headaches. Mm-hmm. But getting sacked one time and the one sack they got was a five-yard loss, which in quarterback terms, that's that's a run play. Yeah. <laughs> no, he had and a good game against the 24 Giants for 39, yeah. 268 yards. You're finishing the positive when it comes to rushing, so that's a great thing for him. Right. right. And I mean, Ezekiel gave you 24 for 104, which is, I mean, what more do you want? What more do you want? Um, what I do like, what I do like, and, and I noted, I like, and, and I remember telling, I don't know if you're going to remember this, um, B, but two years ago, I believe, that was two years ago that, uh, Dallas lost to Green Bay in mm-hmm. the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I remember telling you that until Dez is happy with his, Role on the team, whatever it may be for that game, not for the season, but for the game, Dallas will be a better team. You couldn't tell. Is he that, on the stat sheet? Yeah. You couldn't tell that Dez had two receptions for 43 yards. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell. Right. I think his maturity is showing yeah. for the fact that you weren't the number one guy. Terrence Williams got more targets and obviously made, made it count six catches for 68 yards. He did what he had to do. And, and Dez had two catches for 43 yards, which tells me if you're giving him more targets, he's giving you 100 yards. However, if you give him more targets, you're probably going to get picked because you know yeah. that the Giants of any team 
of any team in the league is going to bracket. I mean, think about it. Batman. Giants, Giants, hands down, had to put Jack Rabbit, who who's pretty much their best defender at the coverage. You're, you're talking about Janoris. Janoris, yeah. Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jack Rabbit Jenkins. Shout out to um, um, uh, uh, Florida. The Labor City. Yeah. But for the fact that Dez only had two catches, and how much yards were there? 43 yards. Yeah, which means they're probably underneath underneath things. And, they want and to, he just took off. They want to give those underneath passes all the time. So take what the defense gives you. That's smart play. Yeah. I mean, their, their receiving core is amazing. I mean, I, I, I tell people I, I think that is the best receiving core in the league. Yeah. You've got Terrence Williams, Jason Witten, Dez Bryant, Colt Beasley, and and we're not even talking about the rookie from North Carolina because he hasn't even acclimated I himself even think yet. His name, man. Uh, what is his name? Uh, It'll come back to me. It'll get. We'll get there. We'll get there. But defense did great. Ryan Switzer. 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 Um, defense did great. Um, I mean, they didn't really have to do much. Um, shout out to uh, Sean Lee, leading tackler for the game. I, I like Sean Lee, man. He's yeah. your prototypical middle linebacker. He plays all. He, he's able to play the run. He's able to play the pass. He's able to play man. He's able to play zone. Um, I think I, I just think they they had a overall good game. Yeah. It, it was your typical NFC East game, which is my favorite yeah. division in the NFL right now. Easily my favorite division. All right. So, anything else you want to say about the game? Mm-mm. Got a win for the Cowboys. Yep. Got to have that win that we got to pick. Everyone knows you got to pay attention to this win later on in the season. Especially did. compared to last year. Yeah, they right. went, you know, they lost the series. Right. They lost both. They got swept by the Giants last year. So shows you how much of a difference Odell really makes. Oh, man. huge. That is, it was glaring. It's, it's, it's they, amazing. They didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. They could not find the end zone. For nothing. Yeah. So moving right along, Monday Night Football. We had a doubleheader this week because it was the first week. Both games are great. Yeah. So starting out, we had uh, the Saints at the Vikings. Adrian Peterson should have never went to the Saints. Yeah. They only gave him, I think, six carries which, the whole night. Which, which when, you're doing a running, when you're doing a running back by committee, that's a lot of carries. Yeah. Six carries for 18 yards. You got to give me at least 45, 50 yards on your six carries, man. Yeah. But what I do want to say is the Vikings... Are not to be messed with this year. Another game got, manager. I mean, they, they I don't want to say too much because they had that hot start last year where they started like five and zero or six and zero, and then you know things kind of went off the rails right. a little bit. But I mean, if the rest of the season, if this is any indication of how the rest of the season is going to go, uh, Dalvin Cook. Brad. Before we get into the receiving core and and the quarterback play, Dalvin Cook beat um, Adrian Peterson's. Rushing record for his, you know, debut game. Twenty-two while carries. He was while he was in the building, too. That's just oh disrespectful. my gosh! Twenty-two carries for one hundred twenty-seven yards. He's definitely ushering that new era of running backs, a yes. la um, Freeman, Devontae Freeman, which is kind of like they're shifty. They can catch out the backfield. However, if you want him to run in between the tackles, they don't have a problem with it. Right. The one. The yeah. I like. I'm going to say different from um, um, Freeman. Freeman can't pass block to save his life. Uh, we saw that in the Super Bowl when that was their downfall. Uh, Dalvin Cook, he's a never down back. He's one of those guys that he could have played in the 90s and been in the tackles outside, catching the passes, and protecting the inside because he's just tough enough. Right. But Stefan Diggs is a real hero of this game. Shout out to my boy Diggs and those Randy Moss. Stephon Diggs. I don't know if it was those cleats he got signed by Randy Moss. 
Him and, and Thielen had right. a good game. Thielen had 157 yards receiving. Yeah. Thielen had a good game. I mean, Rudolph, Thielen, and Diggs oh, no. together. Thielen was the, yeah, he was definitely the workhorse unsung, of the game. Unsung hero. But, but Stephon, man, those catches he made, though, were wow. Yeah. He, he made some sideline catches that were just amazing. He did well. And he, and he got pops he quite, did, he quite did a few very, times. very, very well. Um, what I will say is Bradford definitely impressed me. Mm-hmm. Um, I always knew... He was capable of playing like that. Um, it was a Heisman at one point. Yeah, I mean, he won the Heisman. He did? He yes. Did. Yeah, yeah. He won the Heisman. I'm sorry. I'm he's, sorry. he's capable. Now, this is what I'll say. Um, I'm not too keen on Bradford teams, but I think this is the most weaponry he's had. Yeah, I agree. Because he's got, he's got a pass-catching tight end who can block also. Mm-hmm. He's got a possession Rudolph. receiver. Yeah. He's got a possession receiver. Are you major in Peterson eyes right now? <laughs> he's got the he's got a possession receiver. He's got a speed receiver. He's got a running running back. Uh, well, a run a run giving running back who can catch out the backfield, and then he's got a primarily he's got a receiving running back who yeah. can also run out the backfield. So you got literally every weapon that you need covered. Mm-hmm. So if that team can stay healthy, I'm 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 going to I'm I'm want to look to see what he can do. And the most impressive part to me is that he went downfield a lot that game, and he went 27 for 32. Yeah, he did. He had a great he game. He had five incompletions. But let's see what they do next week at Pittsburgh. Right now, the on the other side, you know, the Saints they struggled hard, hard, especially defensively. They struggled. Um, didn't run the ball well at all. Yeah. Average about three yards a carry. Yeah. They yeah, they only had sixty yards total rushing the whole game. Um Cody Fleener was their best yeah. receiver. Breeze Breeze didn't have a bad game. Twenty seven for thirty seven, two ninety one. Cody in the Fleener touchdown. was the number one receiver, bro. I didn't pick him up on the fence and I thought about it too. He had five receptions, fifty four yards in a touch. I'm wow. hurt. Mark Ingram had five catches for fifty four, all of them him. during garbage time. I got him. All of it during garbage time. Yeah, not, I don't have too much to say about the Saints. They just didn't play very well. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. something really they got. Say. I mean, they got a talented team. They just they didn't play very well last night. So we'll see if they, you know. Can regroup and come back next week with something better. Yeah, but that's all we can say. Yeah. Um, and then the second game, very good game. Chargers Broncos. Chargers brought it. Um, the Chargers tried to come back. They were down 17 in the fourth quarter, and they they brought it back to the last couple seconds of the game, and they actually made the game tying field goal, but they called it, they had called a timeout. Oh. Wow. Broncos caught. They iced the kicker, and then he missed it. What's the kicker's name of, again? Oh, young, young Hoku. Young Hoku. No, but it's like it's like young 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 Gao or something like that. Young Gao Ku. Yeah, but, but young, young Hoku. Ho. Young Hoku. Young Hoku. Young Hoku. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but that was that right there. That game showed me that the Broncos' offense has major issues and major flaws. They cause back to back to back turnovers. And Who's the quarterback again? Simeon, right exactly. now. Exactly. There, it's yeah. Simeon, Osweiler, and Black Paxton Lynch. You, you rest your case. Stop. We don't. We don't need to go beyond that. Wow. Done. They need to. They got. They're gonna have issues. Pick up the phone and get somebody else. Pick up the phone. Because baby. honestly, same thing's gonna happen like happened last year. Their defense is gonna be tired. Yeah. They Their defense cannot carry them through this season. The defense got them to the Super Bowl that season. They had Peyton Manning. But they had Peyton Manning on offense as well. But that weird season with Brock Osweiler, I say this right, Brock Osweiler 
uh, did his thing to outshine Peyton Manning in his, oh, he's so his bad, last though. year. He's so when he bad. when he killed us, that's crazy. He killed us. He's so bad. Okay, so um, I don't have too much to say. about Yeah, this game, I'm, to be I'm, honest, I yeah. mean, Chargers should have won, in my opinion. Yeah, um, Broncos have a lot to cover. That game should show them how bad they are versus how good they are. Yeah, and and honestly, the reason why they won that more than anything, crowd the crowd. Yeah. Having the having the home crown behind you, it was just a lot of mistakes to be made. If you play that game in San Diego, Philip Rivers torches them. Easy. And, and, and yeah, yeah. It at I that. completely agree. So I don't have too much to say about that. That's it. So, so let's go into the, the game picks for next week. Sounds good to me. You got them already written down and ready to go? Um, I'm going to write the team we choose right, as we go. So I'm, are you going to start with Thursday yeah, and work your way? Of course. Of course. Um, all right. So the Thursday night game, we got Texans at Bengals. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, who you got, bro? I'm I'm a Texas fan, man, because I, I I really want Texas to do better this year, and I always thought that they were a really good team. They were my dark horse team last year if they had a quarterback, and they got one. Deshaun Washington, once he gets the realm. And he, if he, is he going to play, though? This yeah, that's what I'm saying. Once mm-hmm. he gets the hold of everything, sky's the limit with the Texans. So do you still want to go Texans? I'm still going with Texans. Going Texans. I'm going Bengals. I'm 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 not even gonna try to get into that. Yeah. I think that Deshaun Watson's gonna do great. I just think that right now they're still gonna try to stick it out with other guy. Yeah. Um who's the other guy? Uh, Savage. Savage. Tom Savage. Savage, which he's, he is not. not right? Um not he's really not. Um and I think they're gonna I think the growing pain is gonna continue. Yeah. Um but I I'm gonna take the Bengals. More solid team, great defense. Yeah. AJ Green's gonna get off more likely than not, pause. And um John Ross? John Ross, I'm still he's waiting hurt. for it. I think it. he's hurt. He's hurt. I'm he still hurt? waiting for it. Hurt. Yeah. Faster we get hurt really easy. Um, I'm gonna, this game was hard for me. Both teams got embarrassed this past weekend. Like, badly. Mm-hmm. They both got badly beaten. So they're both going to have a chip on their shoulder going into this week. However, Sunday, uh, Thursday night football, I'm going to trust a, you know, a veteran quarterback, Andy Dalton, to get the job done as opposed to you know, the Texans. I usually, if I had to choose this game, I would choose the Texans, but given the other circumstances, especially with the quarterback situation in Houston, I'm going to have to roll with Cincinnati on this one. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got Bills at Panthers. Ugh. I got Panthers. I got Panthers. I don't have much to I, say. I, I don't this. think there's much dialogue needed. Mm-hmm. What about you, bro? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, next, we've the got... The Bills are not good. we got Colts-Cardinals. Oh. Another ugh game. Yo, listen... Week. The Colts cannot win without Andrew Luck. He's already been ruled out for this week. I don't see him coming back until maybe mid to late October, to be honest with you, because he has yet to throw anything besides tennis balls. I think later than that, I think that show is really stupid. Yeah, Nell said he thinks he might be out yeah. a year. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Which could be smart, you yeah. know. So we've got the we got the Cardinals. Cardinals yeah, I think we got the Cardinals. 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 They started playing good this past week against the Lions, and then things just kind of... David Johnson got hurt. Yeah. So we got Cardinals. Yeah, so Next, yeah, we've got Cardinals. Titans versus Jaguars. Marcus Mariota and boys. Super Titans. Mario. Did you add the Jaguars? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I got Titans. Well, Super Mario. Yeah, I agree. Titans. Um, I am not... And you guys will learn this. I am not a fan of Blake Bortles. <laughs> I think he is easily the worst quarterback in the NFL. No, I don't understand why he is in the league. There he is. Name. He's not a natural thrower of the ball. If you watch his throwing motion, it's bad. It's all bad. He's not a good quarterback. I don't care what the numbers say. I don't care that he had uh, the most touchdowns a few seasons ago. He is a bad 
quarterback, period. All right. So I'm rolling with the Titans. We've got Eagles, Chiefs. Great game. Great game. They're at Oof. they're at Kansas City. By at way. Arrowhead. Whoo. I'm going to be honest with you, Eagles defense is flying, so we're going to say fly, Eagles, fly, not Eagles. Smells <laughs> going Eagles, Chiefs. Ooh! I think Kansas City's offense is still too much, and then you can't, you can't slow down uh, uh, Tyreek Hill unless he gets hurt. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Chiefs, too. First game in Arrowhead, um, I'm going to give it to them. Patriots going to the Saints? Yeah. I got Pats. Yeah. Yeah, I think Pats. I don't think this is the game where the Chiefs are, or not the Chiefs, but the Saints are going to get, you know, things I got together. Pats. Yeah. Vikings and Steelers. You mentioned this game. Uh-huh. It's at this. It's at Pittsburgh. The, uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. P- Pittsburgh beat the Browns last week. But I've too got to not too much, though, but not too yeah, much. Yeah, but not too much. I think yeah. I'm going to put up 18. Yeah. I think I'm going to roll with the Vikings, or not. Yeah, the Vikings on this one. You got the Vikings. What about you, Bruce? Pittsburgh. I think the uh, installation of Joe Hayden gets to be a big, big part for that defense. Um, I'm going to say the Steelers, man. I, I'm, I'm going to say the Steelers on that one, bro. Um, we've got the Bears against the Bucks. I like the Bucks. I like the Bucks. They've had an extra week off. I, I like the Bucks. Mike Evans yeah. and Sean Jackson is going to be too much. Oh, too yeah. Much. They're, they're going to go off too for much sure. James Winston is going to be the reason. He knows how to distribute. For whatever reason, that boy knows how to distribute the ball he's, very he, well. He's always, he's, to me, he's always been like stepped, not stepped on, but looked down upon as a quarterback. And I always thought he was a good quarterback. I always thought he was a guy that does too much, but he does so much. FSU. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Who's been working at a uh, University of Miami quarterback? That's what I'm gonna say. He had to. Okay. You know, anyways, okay you know, he might as well figure out what to get from their best, oh, you know. Geez. But it's okay. We'll talk about that next week. Um, Browns at Ravens. Nothing left to discuss. Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, I got. I'm closing my eyes and rolling the dice. And you going with the Browns? I'm going with the Brownies. Are you really? Oh my yeah. god! You're really good. Wow, yeah. upset. Okay. That's your upset alert. I actually started writing Ravens by your name. I was just assuming. I'm sorry about that. Dolphins and Chargers. I like the Chargers. They got to go all the way to the West Coast. I like the Chargers really? in that game. Chargers. Really? Chargers, bro. Chargers, man. Yeah. Jets and Raiders is another one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Raiders right. is a stat yeah. game. Stat game for the Raiders. If you guys have any Raiders in your fantasy teams, put them in the game. They are going to mollywop the Jets in this game. Cowboys and Broncos. Crazy. I got Cowboys. Of course, I'm gonna pick my team. Um, you're gonna find out throughout this, throughout the season. I'm not always gonna pick my team. I'm not one of those biased people. I'm one of those football guys. You know what? I hate the Broncos, but I'm gonna roll with the Broncos on this one. The reason why I couldn't you could I couldn't pick the Broncos on this one. Who's the quarterback again? Simeon. Simeon. Exactly. Yeah, I just. Yeah. He's feeling it. That's I, think there's, I think there's enough. Yeah, I think there's enough on their offense that they can get it done. Redskins at Rams. Rams. Uh, That's my upset alert. Rams had a Rams. good game um, this past week, but they played the Colts. So let's not get too right ahead of ourselves. People are still gonna put the Redskins over the Rams. I'm gonna put the Rams over the Redskins. Let's go Rams. Even though I like the red product, let's go Rams. The Rams. Okay, so we got two for the Rams. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Redskins. Okay. Kirk yeah. Cousins might have a good game. Yeah. I think they're they're mad they lost to the Eagles. See, Kirk Cousins is your version of Alex Smith 
for him. No, no. I think the reason why I don't like um, Kirk Cousins because he doesn't have a good. I, I don't think he has a strong enough arm. He makes the good, throws. good decision. Doesn't have a strong enough arm. As a former receiver, you would hate me running deep to be on the throw. Yeah. 49ers at Seahawks. Is this a primetime game? This is not a primetime game. 425. I've got, I've got Seahawks. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, the 49ers aren't ready to compete yet. They're still rebuilding. Seahawks, one thing I will say about the Seahawks, though, that I'm disappointed. Uh, preseason, their offensive line looked great, but week one, it crumbled. Is it the offensive line or was it the backfield? No, it was the offensive line. They just... they. They did, I think they also did it. It was back to how it was looking last year where Russell Wilson's having to do it. As a franchise, they did a terrible job of trying to um, replace um, Marshawn Lynch, though. Yeah. yeah. And they lost Okung, too, who was yeah. their lineman. Yeah, but, but I think we all got the Seahawks on that one. Yeah. All right. And the game of the week, we've got the Packers versus the Falcons. This is going to be a good game. They're opening the new stadium. Packers at the Falcons. Ooh. Shout out to my plug named Julio. I'm I'm going Falcons. Yeah, I'm going hot Atlanta. This is the, you're opening the new stadium. Gonna be this hot. is your, Atlanta's first game as well as Green Bay's, but Atlanta has a lot to prove with formula. Yeah, that, that Falcons. Be Sorry to spoil the homecoming, but Aaron Rodgers Aaron? is going to win this game for the Packers. I'm going to see how they're going to use Tom Montgomery this year. Aaron going to see Rodgers. So I'm, I'm going with the Packers. I hate that. He said he's going to keep it. All right, and then we've got the Lions and the Giants. Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. I don't think there's much discussion. That would have been do a we know, game. Do we Odell. know if Odell's playing yeah. it? If Odell's coming back, Giants. If Odell's not Honestly, playing, do, do even Detroit. with Odell? Lions. I like Lions. I like the Lions. I like the Lions. So are you, what are you saying? Detroit Lions as well. All right, so we're rolling with the Lions. Oof. All right. So with that, we've gotten through all of college. We've got through all of NFL. I don't know if you guys got any random sports things you want to say. When does basketball season start? In a couple of months. Okay. Not even in a couple. That Next month. Starts, yeah, starts fast. You know, those 82 games get played behind the yeah. shadows. Yeah, I don't know if you guys got any... I don't see us talking about baseball until it gets closer to the playoffs. Yeah, we'll talk about it in playoff yeah. time. Shout out to Sloane Stevens for winning her first major. She, 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 she did great. Um, Shout out to the Golden State Warriors getting that deal. That's in that deal with that... This is Japan? Mm-hmm. That, with that, what is that? That deal that's crushing the Cavaliers. It's two times the deal, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But um, off topic, I do think 49ers is going to be the bottom tier NFL team this year. Yeah, agreed. 49ers, not the Dolphins. But we'll, we we can get into that. We can get into predictions next next episode and sure. talk about where we where we where we're ranking our teams. Not necessarily like where we think we're, they're going as far as the uh, Super Bowl. We'll just go playoffs on the edge, bottom right. tier. Yeah, um, 49ers, Browns. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, appreciate you for appreciate you guys for listening. Um, if you have any comments, concerns, inquiries, you can hit us at balls sports podcast at gmail.com. All right. So with that being said, we're just going to sign out. I'll ask you when we see you. Episode one in the books. Boop, boop, boop. Classic.